Welcome to the Eat Local CNY podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Tringale, and in this week's episode, my guest is... I'm Spencer Gibson from Cuca to Go. Increasingly, restaurants of every size and stature are experiencing their own set of problems with the massive third-party delivery companies. At what may be considered the best time to start a business like this, Cuca to Go comes in and offers a local solution to restaurant owners who are having problems reaching new customers. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Spencer from Cuca to Go. Make sure that you hit the subscribe button and leave us a review to let us know what you think of the Eat Local CNY podcast. Without further ado, here's my conversation with Spencer. I'm fascinated really by what you've done um, with your business. Uh, and I don't know much about it. I know kind of the obvious things that it's a restaurant delivery service for local mm-hmm. restaurants. And you, as far as I know, have beat pretty much everybody to the punch um, in terms of trying to create a local delivery service for restaurants in upstate or central New York. Um, well, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. We, uh, we're we're very proud of that. Um, you know, Penyan and and Yates County are are typically underserved um, in in that respect. Um, Uber has never really taken off here. Um, the ride sharing services have never really taken off here. <clears throat> um, for whatever reason, probably probably um, population density plays plays into it quite a bit. It's just not a not a um, a market that that is on the radar of the the Silicon Valley companies. So um we are a we're a local business and um we we think that we bring something to the table so to speak that those those companies don't and you know right now um we we want to do everything that we can to uh to help our restaurant partners stay afloat and keep their food getting out there into the community. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's um, it's pretty funny, uh, Penyan. You know, when I first, I don't, I, I know very little about uh, connecting my geography of upstate New York together. And obviously, I've heard of Cuca Lake and I've heard of Penyan. I had no idea the two were next to each other uh, or near to each other. And I know Penyan really solely from a farmer out there named Klaus Martins, um, who's, okay. who's like world renowned in terms of um, farming and agriculture. And now I know it because of what you've done. <laughs> uh, there is, it really is no small feat. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions about that, but I can't tell you the amount of conversations I've had over the last, uh, let's say six months of restaurant owners being um, more and more frustrated with the large third-party delivery services like Grubhub and DoorDash and Uber Eats and Postmates and all of them. And they've uh, some of them have been, you know, calling and asking, um, there's got to be a way for somebody local to build something like this. You know, what do you, what's your advice? What's your opinion? That sort of a thing. And I've been saying it's really going to be so challenging and so difficult to get it built and to really have it compete with, you know, the other big ones, um, and really be able to pull market share from those big companies that I don't know if it's worth it. Cause I don't know if it'll, if it'll pick up. That was like six months ago before all of this started. Right, um, right. And, I mean, your business, 
tell everybody when did you officially start uh, or launch the Qkit to go? We actually launched on January 27th of this year. Okay. How long was it like when did you first get the idea to build it and to start the business? Well, we uh we grew out of um Cuca Taxi, which is um a locally owned and operated um, taxi and livery company, um, and we started to get the idea uh, actually about about six months ago, and it kind of evolved into its its current model, uh, which is um, using the um, using the the customer places their order on the website, you know, is able to peruse menus, able to track their delivery in real time. Um, <clears throat> able to uh, transmit or fire those orders uh, to the restaurant and um, <clears throat> so it over the course of about three to four months it you know it became what uh, what it is now and you know until we we finally launched in in late January and you know this is obviously a very um, a very uh, seasonal area so it, was very intentional launching it when we did. Uh, we wanted to launch during the off season so that we could uh, we could work out the kinks while while things were were relatively slow, so that we weren't um, <clears throat> so that we we were learning while while we were able to, rather than while rather than while things were were relatively slammed. Yeah, for sure. That's I mean, I'm, I I give you nothing but props on that one. I don't have, uh, as, as a very small business owner, I don't have that much foresight. <laughs> and so, you know, <laughs> knowing you saying that I'm thinking, well, there's no way I could have done that. My idea probably would have popped up in June and I would have tried to implement, you know, so, so good job there. Um, so what was it like in the area? I mean, obviously everybody knows what Grubhub and DoorDash and Uber Eats is, but being that it wasn't in your area available for restaurants, um, or at least, you know, maybe not as big, was it challenging to sit down and talk with some of the local restaurants to get them on your platform? I would say it's um, it's been a, a challenging sell in some cases um, because, because like anything, you know, we, we are a business and... Um, it does. There is a cost associated with um, with being on board, and uh, you know. But I, we we do provide a, a great deal of value for uh, for for the cost, and you know there are a lot of different ways to uh, to manage that that cost. And so, you know, our biggest challenge, I would say, was um, was just was helping the was helping sell the the value that that delivery is is what's next and is what what today's consumer is is really demanding excuse me uh is really demanding and um wants and you know they're I could cite a hundred articles that say it's the fastest growing segment in the hospitality industry. And, um, <clears throat> you know, it, when, when you aren't a market that has been targeted by the, the big guys, you know, you, sometimes there is, uh, there's a sense of inertia. Um, but we've been, we've been fortunate to have, um, to have some great restaurant partners who've really, you know, who've really, um, 
who really innovated and innovated their menus and um, you know done some things that are delivery exclusive and seen some great successes with that and um, you know and that's that's helped bring bring others on board so that's helped us overcome some of those challenges yeah that's great you know it it's not even close to the same but um, when I first started eat local CMY we've been in business for about four and a half years now and it's evolved over time as to what we do for restaurants. And now we've kind of, for the last two years, we've had this discount card that we offer. We've got 125 restaurants on the card. And basically, it, it's like a modern-day coupon book, um, but it gives the card holder a $5 discount when they spend $25 or more. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of the same thing. It was like in the beginning, reaching out to you know, 400 or however many restaurants because we hit all of them up that we could in the beginning and in specific areas. And it was challenging to get them on board. Even We do everything for free for the restaurant, so we don't charge Mm -hmm. them to be a part of the card. So even with that, and even still today, it's difficult to get people to, you know, restaurant owners to kind of jump on board. But as we got some of those big hitters like a Glazed and Confused or a Limp Lizard Mm -hmm. or, you know, whoever it was, as we got some of the more established restaurants we definitely saw an increase in others joining right right like we've got some of the some of the big guys here in town like you know the cuca restaurant the penyan diner um you know they're they're successful restaurateurs who um who understand the business and you know understand the value of of marginal customer marginal sales rather and yeah. incremental customers um and that's that's really in in traditional times that's who um that's who your traditional delivery customers are are um customers who are not necessarily otherwise going to be coming into the dining room so it's really an opportunity to to grow the restaurant um you know we're not we're not trying to cannibalize your um your dining room customers that's that's not what we want to do yeah. um and so you know but it comes back to being the first guys in town and the only guys in town it's just it's a hard concept to sell but you just you keep pushing at it listen i have to imagine that if if you did this in a city like i'm sure pretty much you could throw you know any any restaurant in any community especially a decent size one right now and said that we provide a local solution to a gr- you would have so many restaurants jumping on because I mean I'm seeing there's just issue after issue every weekend it seems like with these big national companies and right you don't expect I mean now restaurants expect it but you wouldn't expect it from some massive tech company to have tech issues um, but restaurant right. owners are running into them every and it's it's really I mean it's affecting their brand it's affecting their customer service it's affecting the money that they get it's affecting everything and you have big company big restaurants like dinosaur barbecue who just announced you know last week that they were dropping all of them and making their own well that's something you know we we looked at a lot of the the pain points with that um that our uh, that our initial restaurant partners, um, especially some of the uh, franchisees that we talked with, you know, who are in multiple markets and who've dealt with some of the big guys, um, you know, some of their their pain points, things like having to um, having to upload their own menus, um, 
and you know our platform that's something that is that's on us um we we take care of that. Um, you give us the menu. We sit down with you. We figure out the modifiers. Um, now that's that's a lot of labor for us. Um, that that is a big part of um, a big part of my day. A big part of um, my small team's day is keeping up with those menus. But um, ultimately, I think it uh, it makes for a, a quality experience, and that's especially something that has. Um, that I think has really been quite valuable during this the shutdown is is being able to be local and um, be that resource you know have have somebody right here in town who can get the the local restaurant specials uploaded to uh, to the menu in time for dinner service you know we're we're talking with our restaurant partners we're small enough to talk to our restaurant partners every single day of service and get their specials online with you know whatever the sides are whatever the modifiers are and feature those um, you know granted we don't have a hundred restaurants to deal with and and feature but um, if that helps if that helps sell ten more of those specials you know that could be the difference between keeping the lights on and coming back from this or not yeah a hundred percent that's huge it really is i mean over time your partners your restaurants they're going to continue to go to the place and the person that gave them the you know light the least headache and you know was able to help them solve the majority of their pain points and you taking care of the menus like that i'm working with a customer a client right now and helping them just build a free website through Square for their delivery service. That you know, it's a pizza mm-hmm. shop, so they have their own drivers. But it's a free service from Square. But still, the biggest pain point is uploading the menu. So right. that, that's right. huge. And ultimately, you know, I haven't, I haven't personally played around with with the Square e-commerce, but. Um, Knowing how, knowing what I've learned since um, since starting this this operation, um, just managing the modifiers, it it can't be uh, it can't be simple, especially for for a pizzeria trying to trying to make that that work and work elegantly on Square. Um, I feel for you that yeah. <laughs> uh, that's got to be challenging. Yeah, thank you. You know, getting left <laughs> toppings versus right toppings and getting them all at the right price. You know, um, if you're trying to run a restaurant and um, you know and manage your your own staff and keep the lights on and keep the uh, you know keep supplied um, and then try to manage multiple third party delivery services and um, you know keep it local. Um, we've, we've got it taken care of. So that's awesome. So can you tell me a little bit about like, how does it work on the restaurant's end? I mean, are you, you know, Grubhub and DoorDash and those places, you know, they provide like a tablet, but they also charge you a weekly fee for that tablet. And then they also charge you 30% roughly uh, commission per order. So is it going to cost a local restaurant less money to be able to work with you? 
So we do charge a commission, mm-hmm. um, and you know we have multiple ways of getting the orders to you. Uh, it can be via tablet. It can be via a little uh, cellular connected printer. Um, we decided early on, you know, we don't want to be in the the IT support business, and pretty much everybody's got a uh, you know a spare tablet lying around or a smartphone. Um, so you know we we let the uh, the restaurant provide that hardware as long as it will support push notifications. It'll work. Um, you know, either iOS or Android, and um, we do charge a commission, but. We let you do. Uh, we let you handle that the way um, the way that works best for your business. Because let's face it, not every restaurant has the same cost structure, um, and especially right now, your front of house versus back of house labor is obviously very very different from um, from normal times. So. Um, if you need to pass some of that commission or even all of that commission on to the end customer, that's fine. We can work with you to adjust your pricing on our platform um, to take care of that. So basically, um, you are basically uh, the customers covering that. Um, because ultimately, you know, we are we are providing a service to to the restaurant, and um, but where we set ourselves apart is that we're not we're not forcing those restaurants to give us a commission, mm-hmm. and then forcing them to allow us to mark up their food on both sides. Yeah, um, we're giving them that option to spread that commission yeah. on either end. That's great. I mean, listen, obviously you have to make money on it and you should be charging right. a commission for it. Um, you know, so and especially for a restaurant to be able to find a local solution to that. That's absolutely great. Mm-hmm. Well, Spencer, for um, let's say anybody who's listening that wants to get more information about this for their restaurant. Um, you know, right now you're in that Penyan Cuca area, correct? You're not anywhere mm-hmm. else from there. So, but uh, let, so oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. We are uh, we are expanding into the Hammondsport market, um, so we are working on we're working our way down uh, down Cuca Lake. So um, we're primarily in Penyan, but we're also partnered up with Timberstone Grill, and um, we are launching uh, this weekend with. Um, a convenience store down in Hammondsport, the Quick Shop, so people will be able to get some sundry items, um, things like that from uh, from there in Hammondsport, down on the south end of the lake. And um, that's awesome to hear that you're expanding and getting bigger from your area. I mean, again, I can't think of a more important um, service right now that a re- for a restaurant to have than a local delivery option like this. It's so important. It's like the one area that restaurants are stuck in and don't have like an alternate solution. Um, and so, yeah, great job with this one. Um, great. So how can people get in contact with you? Maybe they're a restaurant listening and they want to join the platform or just a customer that wants to go online and see where they can order from. So, uh, you can visit our website at kuka2go.com. That's K E U K A T O G O.com. 
And uh, if you're a restaurant, you can go to the bottom, click restaurants. Um, you can uh, put in your address and tell you all the different uh, restaurants that are available right now. Uh, we're updating it daily with uh, featured specials. Uh, you can download our app, find us on Facebook. Uh, we're very engaged on social media. Um, We've got our email address on there. Uh, we're very easy folks to get in touch with. So um, one way or another, uh, call us, email us on there, uh, go to our website. We'll, we'll get back to you, and uh, we'd love to, uh, love to tell you a little bit more about how to get involved. Awesome. Well, Spencer, thank you so much for taking time today. I really appreciate it. All right. Well, thank you for having me, Anthony. And uh, we're, we're working hard to keep this safe and uh, help keep our restaurants going so that uh, we can all bounce back from this. Well, thank you for checking out the Local CNY podcast. As always, do us a huge favor and leave us a review to let us know what you think of the Local CNY podcast. Connect with us online, eatlocalcny.com, or on social media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Snapchat, and YouTube. Thanks so much. We're going to catch you at the next episode.